My name is Erin Bross, and this is The Dirt, Confessions of a Tree Planter. Art for this podcast comes from another tree planter, Bethany Davis, as part of her illustration series, Follow the Trees. This is a podcast about tree planting as a reforestation practice in the silviculture industry. Tree planters are a collective of people who spend much of their lives replenishing a logged area with new forest. However, tree planting is so much more than the physical act of planting thousands of seedlings in the ground day after day as a job. It is about the connections, experiences, bonds, and memories that last a lifetime. The dirt is a place to shed light on the culture that is mostly contained within those who have stuck a shovel in the ground. It is meant to dive deep into all things tree planting as a place for those to reminisce, relate, or to learn. So wherever you're coming from, as any tree planter would say, may the planting gods be with you. Hey folks, welcome back. Um, I hope for all of you that were in Victoria over the weekend um, that it was rad. And I hope that everybody um, enjoyed the documentary. Um, Yeah, I haven't actually checked in um, to see yeah, how it went or anything like that, but I'm hoping it went um, super well. And, you know, for any of you in BC or who knows how to play around with VPNs, hopefully you've gotten a chance to see the documentary so far and um, hopefully vote for it um, in the Victoria Film Fest for People's Choice. So as um, sort of the second installment of covering this documentary, um, I wanted to bring you guys the perspective of someone actually in the film. So my interview uh, for today is with Steph Sinclair, who of course is one of the planters um, that is covered um, in quite depth in the film. Um, So you'll see a number of parts in the film where she's being interviewed. And coincidentally, um, Steph has also gone on to study film herself and actually helped out as an assistant with some portions of the filming of this of this film as well um, during these planting seasons. So yeah, we basically cover Steph's planting career in this episode um, and then of course talk about her experience and involvement in the film and just what that was like, you know, to have somebody around for that many seasons filming a documentary and also the fact that her entire planting career has been a little more unique because Coming into her first season um, was the first year that Rita was out there. And then, of course, once filming was wrapped up, we had the season of 2020, which, of course, was very different for lots of reasons as well. So I've got um, Steph's Instagram in the show notes. I've also got a link to an article about um, some work that her and Rita did together. Um, So yeah, I've just got those resources linked for you guys. And if you want any information about the film itself, um, about the Victoria Film Festival and just like all those details, um, just refer to my last episode, episode 59 with Rita, because I have all of those links in the show notes there. So with that being said, I'll just get straight into the episode and hope you guys enjoy it. Hey, Rita, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much. Oh, it's Steph, sorry. Oh, Steph. Oh my God. Um, I did... I did Rita's interview yesterday. Yeah, I figured. Listening, <laughs> and I just had it on my brain. Sorry about that, Steph. No um, I even have your name like right in front of me <laughs> on my list of questions. So, um, but yeah, anyways, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Um, so let's start off with just a little bit about who you are. So uh, why don't you tell the listeners, um, yeah, a little bit about yourself? 
cool yeah uh, I started planting in 2016 um planted for four years and going back for a fifth um honestly I loved it like the whole thing I I feel like I'm someone who just like loves planting which sometimes is strange but um yeah I started planting in 2016 in the context of knowing Rita um she, I started planting um when she started filming uh Forest for the Trees the documentary so I feel like pretty much my whole planting career Rita was always there which was kind of cool um I was the youngest person in camp when she started and now we have like a whole a whole project or she does and it's it's really cool yeah and you know yeah I wanted you know Rita obviously connected me with you um Mm -hmm. to sort of cover yeah like the planter perspective from this film of course um which we're gonna get into which is yeah I think it's really unique too that like you started planting and that was kind of like all you knew for Mm -hmm. for a while which is definitely not the norm um but I'm curious like how you got into planting originally um it's kind of funny I don't really quite remember I think I saw like photos of someone planting on like my Facebook or something and I told my parents that I was like oh yeah like I feel like planting would be fun like I didn't really know anything about it and um my dad's really good friend um is her son is Dan Hughes who planted for like 10 years um he uh he would like spend a lot of time in the industry and he connected we with a foreman Cam, Cam Horak who I think I was his first hire ever. We talked on the phone for like 10 minutes and then I like booked a flight to BC knowing no one um, at 19 and I, which is like funny to look back on now. I'm like, oh my God, like how did my parents let me do that? But um, yeah, I'm like so grateful that I did. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, I know Cam. He's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, so like I'm curious to you know, with that all being said, like you said, yeah, you saw a Facebook photo Um <laughs> Yeah, like what were you sort of expecting? Like, were you much of an outdoor person? Mm. Um, did you, it didn't sound like you haven't, you had any friends that had done it. No, I um, had no friends who had done it. Um, I grew up bike touring actually. So I feel like the my entire life, I got to spend all my summers like outside doing physical activity like every single day. And so when I like kind of looked into planting, I was like, oh, okay, like I feel like I was, uh, it's like a pretty typical experience. Like I was like, from, I'm from Toronto so it was like a city kid being like I want to go work outside all, all summer and like help the environment and like that would be cool and that was kind of the end of my thought process on planting um so I was like yeah like I think I I would be good at it because of the things that I've done in the past I've always spent summers outside and yeah so I just thought it'd be it'd be fun <laughs> Um, so you went to British Columbia you said you mentioned mm-hmm. for your first yeah. season so like how was the how was the culture shock considering you didn't really know much of what you were getting into? Yeah, um, it was it was a bit of a culture shock for me. Um, honestly, one of the things that I found interesting about planting for me, and I don't know if people, anyone else experiences this. I feel like I haven't talked about it a lot. I found it almost like a bit socially overwhelming, but like in a good way, just to be like around like a huge group of people all the time and then be alone for like the other half of the time. It was like this really stark difference. Um, So I found that really interesting, Um, but I feel like I just made so many friends so fast that I loved like the community aspect of it. I remember after like my first day of planting, like four or five people asked me how my day was. And I was like, that's so nice, but it's just like kind of the environment of planting and like everyone takes care of each other and cares about each other. So, yeah. 
Yeah. And so you mentioned that this is going to be your fifth season now going mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like what made you from that first season, you know, want to want to go back? Honestly, again, like I think I'm just someone who loves planting. Like I actually really like being out there. I've always liked um, like area plant kind of like more difficult land. And I've always just really loved being out planting and um, yeah, like being outside all the time. And yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I just really enjoy it. And so have you been um, like, did you go to school at all? Like during some of these Mm -hmm. years or Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I started planting after my second year of university, and then I took a year off after my rookie year because I was um, I did a semester abroad, and then I came back after my uh, last year of school. Okay, okay, yeah. So curious too about like the decision to continue. You know, I feel like that's always a crossroads for some people. Mm-hmm. Of like, okay, school's done now, but then they want to still keep planting. So, totally. how did that go for you? Because that must yeah. be fairly recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after my after my second season planting, it was 2018. It was funny. Um, I finished school. I finished school. I went planting, and then when I got home, I actually emailed Rita because um, I I went to school for film and I was freelancing for the year. And I said, "Hey, like, do you need any help on the documentary?" And she was like, "Actually, yeah." So after my second season, I started working on the film. So I guess 2018, I started working on the film. Um, just like. Um, kind of pre and post-production stuff um, with Rita in Toronto. And then for my third season, I kind of did a half season. The first, I guess, six or seven weeks, I was with Rita in um, a camp. And then after she left, um, I just stayed in camp and planted for one of my friends. So, oh, cool. yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a really funny season to do both. Yeah, like how was, you know, how was being there, like, especially being a planter, how was being because that was something I talked about with Rita too. But of course, for her, it was so many years later, Mm -hmm. you know, because that is sometimes the dream in a way of like, being there and being able to like plant or be on the block, but not really like have to plant, you know. And so yeah, like, how was that feeling, especially when, you know, that ended, and then you had to go back to full time (laughs) planting? Yeah, it was honestly very strange kind of adjustment um being like in a camp with your friends that you're used to being planting with and then kind of honestly like as a planter working on the film was really interesting because I feel like I got a new perspective on planting and got to look at it in a really different way kind of like from an almost an outsider point of view and like got to like look at it in a similar way to the way Rita was looking at it also like from a more kind of artistic way as well um, but it was, yeah, it was very strange to like watch everyone go to work and like not go. It was like really weird. So I was excited to start planting when I did, um, just because I feel like I had been watching people plant. And like, there's so much that like, I don't know, it's like when people come back from like a really shitty day and like everyone's kind of like in a mood or something because like Mm. I don't know whether it was shit or like there was just like a shitty block or something like that like it was weird to like not be a part of the camaraderie of it yeah Um, but it was like cool to see it from an outside perspective at the same time yeah no I feel like yeah you might notice it more that way like when Mm. you're not kind of in it so that's kind of that's interesting yeah Um, like on a block with out being planting yeah hanging out on blocks without planting is really weird (laughs) was that like a struggle or was it like kind of nice no it was like kind of nice and it was cool to like walk around and see different people like I've like never done that before because I'm usually planting um 
but yeah and it was really cool to spend time like in the land without planting just like I don't know you just see everything in a different way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um I'm curious too before we get into some of these other questions like yeah you said you were sort of heavily involved with the film you know once you were starting to go to school for it so I'm curious, like, um, you know, you're going back now, the film's done, it's out. Like, are you sort of exploring some of your own, um, you know, film skills, I guess, like uh, out on the block or would that be something that you'd ever be interested in doing? I would love to like do something planting related in film on my own. But I do think whenever I'm planting, I like don't really do film stuff. I feel like I, it, I, I reflect a lot. Um, while I'm planting but I I feel like I don't do the two hand in hand just because I feel like I never have enough time and Mm. I like to do stuff 100% um, yeah yeah but I feel like I think about it a lot when I'm planting yeah Mm -hmm. Um, you know so you mentioned that yeah this will be your fifth season going back so I'm curious especially because you started so young at 19 um, and sort of like where you are now in your 20s how has tree planting changed or impacted your life? Oh my gosh. I'm so like, I feel like tree planting was so formative for me. Um, I always say that it's like the thing that made me feel the most Canadian, Um, especially being from Toronto. Like we were very much in our Toronto bubble. Um, Mm -hmm. And I like, it was the first time I got to, I just got to meet people from like all over the country and other countries, but like mostly all over Canada. And I feel like I got to meet so many people that I would never meet in any other kind of situation that I would put myself in in life um so definitely that I feel like I've made so many like amazing friends and I've been inspired by so many people that I've met planting um so definitely that has impacted me um and just being able to yeah like grow up in it a little bit has been so cool I feel like every season that I went back I was like changed in different ways and learned different things based on the experiences that I had Um, so it felt like a real like coming of age experience for me I would say Um, I feel like yeah I kind of grew up doing it a little bit Um, yeah so I'm really grateful that I went Mm -hmm. Um, so of course as you know you know, I feel like the highs and lows of the job really sort of mirrors life in a lot of ways. So mm-hmm. I like to ask these next two questions and I always encourage people to, you know, take the first memory that pops into your head because it could probably right. be answered like 50 different ways. Um, what is your favorite tree planting memory? Oh my God. I feel like that's such a hard question. <laughs> um, there's so many and I feel like there's so many different kinds of good planting memories. The one that comes to mind is um in my second season we had like the shittiest block ever I think we got like a seven or eight cent price bump because it was so bad um I I don't know I feel like the Eakin block it's like near Kamloops or Barrier was pretty infamous because a lot of people planted it but on that block I feel like everyone was having such a shit time that it like bonded us in this weird way and like everyone kind of lost their minds but it was kind of fun. I think when you're planting like a shitty block like that, you kind of like take all the pressure off of yourself to like do well sometimes. Cause it's just so hard that like, you just can't, um, you just can't be hard on yourself because it's just, yeah. Um, and I feel like, uh, like the, the experience, the, like we just had so much fun on that block after a while because it was so ridiculously hard. And I feel like I like made a lot of like weird, like friends in a way from planting that block, just because we were, 
like losing her mind. I don't know how to explain it, but it was really fun. Uh, <laughs> That's funny that your favorite memory starts with like, you know, the sort of the worst block of all time. Yeah. 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 Um, so on that note, uh, what is your worst tree planting memory? My worst tree planting memory. I think it was because this one was really, it really stuck with me. Um, one summer plant we had like we were in um, we we're planting at a Mackenzie and we just had a crazy season of bees. Um, we had all these different kinds of hornets. We had a kind of hornet that would like if you even if you didn't hit it in its nest, if you were near it, it would like hornets would basically come for you if you were near their home. And they had this kind of venom that would like spray in your eyes that could temporarily blind you like it was crazy. Um, and I had a day where I think I hit like 12 bees nests and got stung like over 70 oh, times God. and like was just like I think I took like two Benadryl and was like just like so filled with like venom and like Benadryl um that was like probably one of my shittiest days planting I think I like sat on a big tree stump and cried for like five minutes because I was just like I fuck um, yeah, yeah. I, I remember I wasn't planting uh that summer but I remember that summer the I remember bees. hearing about it from people oh how bad God. the hornets and stuff yeah. were yeah that was like that was a thing so yeah, it was that was definitely thing. real. <laughs> um, and that sounds really shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that that much venom didn't, uh, yeah, you know, like too. close up your throat because yeah. I've seen, I've seen that happen before too. Um, when you get stung so many mm-hmm. times, yeah, it's just like so bad. About it now, though. Yeah. Funny now, but yeah. it was terrible. Not, not funny at the time. Not could, funny at the I could time. Attest to that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you're going into your fifth season. Um, you know, you've sort of struck a bit of a balance now with like, mm-hmm. you know, out of school life and still yeah. planting. So I'm curious at this point, um, you know, looking to the future, how you feel about planting and how long, you know, you plan or maybe don't plan to kind of to plant <laughs> for into the future. Oh man. Well, after 2020, I was told to everyone, I was like, I'm retiring. Like, this is my last season. Like, haha, like I'm done. Um, which obviously is not happening. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I don't know. I think part of the reason I'm going back is a bit pandemic related. I worked like I, I work, uh, in film now and I just, I've, I work from home and I've been feeling very cooped up and I feel like I'm someone who like, summer is for spending time outside for me like that's what I want to do I don't want to be I don't even want to be in a city like I just want to spend time outside and the last couple years I just felt so cooped up Um, and things kind of worked themselves out in a way that it made sense to go planting this year Mm. I don't know when my last season will be I I'm not gonna say after the season that I'm gonna retire because I don't think it works (laughs) Um, but I don't really have any long-term planting things in mind uh, mostly just taking it year by year yeah cool and do you do you plan to keep planting or would you ever like you know foreman or something like that or I've like thought about it um I don't think I would ever foreman mostly just because I feel like in like every other kind of job that I do in life I am responsible for a lot of people and always like not taking care of but I guess managing a lot of people mm-hmm. and then, then I get to go planting and it's like quite the opposite I'm like everyone takes care of me kind yeah. of like yeah, yeah somebody makes my breakfast and then someone drives me to work and that's kind of really nice like it's a nice break um yeah I feel like planting is almost not my vacation because that's obviously not 
true because it's hard it's for some people like it kind of is it's like the opposite of everything that I do otherwise so it feels like not necessarily a vacation but just such a shift in like my day-to-day that it's refreshing yeah yeah um so yeah I'd really like to get into you know sort of your first season basically because of course that was when Rita starting of the documentary and that is you know of course a very unique experience because Mm -hmm. not every planting camp has like a documentary (laughs) filmmaker there you know like getting all this footage and everything especially the way that Rita did it um Mm -hmm. there are people like filming stuff and yeah um you know making little making little things and obviously like that's where a lot of the footage came for one million trees was like other planters stuff like that and you know just with social media like there's a lot of a lot of cameras flying yeah. around. There's days. a lot of con- tree planting content now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, which is cool, super cool. But totally. yeah, like I'm curious. You know, obviously you didn't know anything different, but just you know, what was that like for you, sort of starting planting that way? And then you know, because you've done a few seasons since Rita wrapped up, so mm-hmm. you've maybe seen a little bit of like it without her around. So yeah. I'm curious how that experience was for you. Yeah, okay, first season with Rita, I'm trying to, it's a while ago now, but I'll try. Um, I remember, like, when she came, she, like, always, every year, um, she would kind of give, like, a little talk at the beginning, kind of, like, introducing herself and what she was, like, what her goals were, and I feel like she always gave us um, a context of herself within that, and, like, why she was there, like, I think, in a lot of film and especially in documentary a big question that people ask is like okay like why why you like why are you making this um and I feel like Rita I mean it was always clear but like she she was the one to make this project and like it was really something that like she could do well and like the fact that she planted for so long I feel like everyone really respected her on a different level um regardless of like even how she acted which was also like we all respect her for that as well um but just knowing how long she planted for like you like even like I mean I was a rookie so I didn't really know but like vets and stuff like she was like she just did so much badass stuff that can I swear in here oh yeah totally. <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah she was just like such a badass <laughs> but, yeah <laughs> that um like we yeah she just like really proved herself to us I guess and like knew that she kind of had to earn her spot there which I thought was really like respectful and like a really cool way to go about doing things because she didn't have to do that like she she had the permission to be there and everything but like just like the way that she kind of composed herself around us I thought was like really pretty brilliant honestly Mm -hmm. um so yeah she was kind of always just like my first season like around and I think I don't I don't really know that much about how she felt about her her first season uh, filming. I guess we haven't talked about it that much, but I think um, like that's when she was kind of like building up a lot of her vision, I guess. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool, but yeah. And I remember, then, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, what was the vibe like in camp too? Like, especially around some of the vets mm-hmm. you know, who had obviously that experience of planting beforehand and like what was that like for you too um in the context of reader or just in general yeah just like having a you know a filmmaker mm-hmm. there and yeah um, yeah I think there were always a couple people who were a bit hesitant especially in the first year when like she didn't really have anything 
like she didn't have any footage to like show us I think in later years she like had video cut together of like what she was trying to do that she showed people but in the first year like she didn't have that so I think like there was a bit of hesitancy honestly like we didn't see her that much because like in the land and stuff because she was always focusing on like one person so like if there's like 60 or 70 people like you're not going to see her that much and like um she would often spend like a day with someone or something I remember yeah like a couple times in my land she would like come in and film or like be like hey can we like interview you I think yeah she has an interview of me from like my first week or something somewhere it's not in the film but I yeah I think I've seen it it's really cute um but yeah I think I think after a while it was like it just kind of got normal like she was just kind of around and she she really interacted with us in camp too like she like we she would be hanging out at the fire and like we would have conversations and like she gave us the opportunity to get to know her on like a personal level Mm. uh, which I thought was really great um yeah yeah and then how was it um because her last season was 2019 I think so well that's kind of interesting then too because it's almost like to be honest like you haven't really had like a what used to be a historically normal planting season because then everything changed in 2020 yeah um so it was I mean such divine timing she finished when she did because it was perfect yeah so then how I mean there was already so many changes Mm -hmm. to the 2020 season so like how was that and then also like her not being there for the first time because especially you would have been so used to that totally Yeah, I I definitely noticed it. And one thing that was kind of cool because I had been working on the film, like when I planted in 2020, um, was like, I think a couple of people in the camp that I was in at Coast Range were like, yeah, like I came to Coast Range because like I knew about like the photographs and like the film. And I thought that was so cool. Like, I mean, it makes total sense that like, I feel like people, a lot of people had seen the photos at that point um, before the film was released. But it was cool to like hear that people like came because of that and like just like kind of seeing such a direct impact from like somebody's art was so cool um but yeah it was definitely um like a change like not having her there but some like she was never there I think for a full of my season so I spent some time planting like without her around but definitely noticeable um the red jeep was missing (laughs) yeah 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 um yeah because we see that red jeep of course we do (laughs) um so, you know, you mentioned that you went to school for film and that obviously you helped Rita and you're working mm-hmm. in film now. Did, were you already like, was that just a coincidence that you were already in film school or going to be entering film school? Um, or was that something that was even spurred by like uh, Rita and the documentary a little bit? I, I was I had finished my second year of film school when Rita, when I went planting, when I met Rita. So okay. I was halfway through. Um, but it definitely like yeah I definitely changed kind of the course not of my career per se but like it was definitely it's definitely been like a big thing in my life for the last couple years it feels like a big thing um, which is very cool I'm really grateful that Rita kind of took me under her wing of it and has been let me be so involved honestly yeah like has do you think it's your um, film career or interest um, in the areas of film has even gone in a different direction as a result of like being a part of the film totally and I think every like everything that I do I feel like changes the way that I see things and getting to work so close closely with Rita um, like getting to see things from her point of view was like amazing and so 
eye-opening and she's so she's so hardworking and so passionate about everything that she does so like getting to watch but also like experience that was like so cool I like I'm like so in awe of like how like her her drive honestly it's incredible Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, what I was curious to ask about as well, you know, I talked a little bit about this um, with Rita too, um, because it's, yeah, like there's sort of, I mean, there's been, you know, multiple documentaries made over the years at like Mm -hmm. various levels of, um, various levels of production, I guess you could call Mm -hmm. it ever. So, you know, there are uh, a bunch of documentaries out there that exist on planting, but sort of there's been kind of two main ones, I would say recently, you know, Mm -hmm. the one of them and of course one million trees being the other one so yeah. I'm curious if you've seen one million trees I have yeah and then yeah. I'm curious like especially because you've been involved with Forest for the Trees um but also having seen the one million trees documentary mm-hmm. like yeah what like how you feel about both documentaries and like any differences or similarities mm-hmm. and, like, yeah just like overall thought yeah um I think well, they're both so different and it definitely feels like One Million Trees was made by people who are kind of still in it um, and you can really feel that um, like even just like the way that we joke and like that kind of stuff like it's very like um, yeah it just feels like it's made by 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 planters um, I would say and like yeah you get a lot of that whereas Rita I think um, and she, she does mention in the documentary like she's been thinking about making this film for years and mm-hmm. I think that when you get to like reflect on something for a really long time and think about making it like and and kind of take a step away from it before you do so um I think that's like such a great opportunity um because I feel like you just get the time and space to really be really um I don't know um yeah just really think about what you're doing and and put a lot of time into it which is really cool Mm -hmm. um and, you know, with with this documentary and I don't know like how much because, of course, she has like the photo book as well. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen that personally um, yet, but I, I definitely would like to check yeah, it out. I, I was I was with some friends last night who are thinking about planting. So I brought it to them because oh, I wanted to be like, this is what it's like, but kind of. But yeah, I have it. I have it now. Oh, awesome. Yeah, because I'm curious, like just in general, um, you know, and it, I, you know, this could be for anyone involved too, cause I don't know how many photos of you maybe are in the book as well, but like, how do you feel, you know, being a part of, cause you know, you have sort of a highlighted piece yeah. in, in the film and like, you know, like how, how do you feel about being like kind of showcased in that way? Like they'll sort of always be this, um, immoralized, um, yeah. like from tree planting, like, totally. in a- yeah, I think it's really cool. Um, and it's cool because I, like, I mean, I'm so like lucky because I've seen footage of myself throughout the years of my planting, which is like, it's not on the documentary, but Rita's shown me it because she has footage of me from like all of my years. Yeah. And like even being interviewed as a rookie, I was so like bright eyed and like excited and not that I got hard because of it, but I just, you know, like I was y- way younger and like it was all new um, versus like how I appear in the documentary. It, it is really cool. Um it's kind of, it's cool. I was in New York with Rita in November. We were speaking at the oh, Doc nice. York Festival. Yeah, I got to go, which was so cool. So it was, it was a very strange experience to watch it in person too. Cause I think when like people have been watching it online, like you don't get the same feeling that people are watching it cause you don't see it happening and stuff. Um, 
So it was, it was an interesting experience to go and watch it in front of like, I don't know, like a full theater. I don't remember how many people, but no, it was sold out. Um, and watch yourself and then talk about it. It was very strange. I'm not, I'm not usually on camera. So it was a new experience for me, especially on like a personal level, because I feel like my interview is pretty intimate in the film. Um, so it's, it's a bit strange to watch, but I, I'm really grateful that I got to do it. Yeah. And of course, you know, Rita had mentioned that screening, you know, being in New York, you know, there wasn't maybe a lot of like tree planters there. Yeah. Um, of course, we have the upcoming and, you know, I think I think this interview might be released like just after that screening, probably because um, I'll do Rita's like right before. Nice. But uh, yeah, of course, like as we're recording this, you know, the the film festival in Victoria is like upcoming. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if you're going to be there or not. I will. But... Oh, nice. OK. Yeah. Cool. Um, so how do you feel about like because, you know, I'm definitely going to try and help rally the planting community. There's awesome. a lot of in Victoria to go yeah. attend. Um, like, how do you feel about the film being released you know because yeah in front of a lot of people that's like a big thing but then now you know not just like an audience but like an audience of planters how do you feel about that oh my god I'm so excited I I honestly feel like with as little bias as I can possibly have that I think this film is such a wonderful representation of planting and it's been so cool to like see other planters that I've been known for a really long time and talk about it with them and like everyone like I I'm glad I can say this without like any hesitation or anything but I feel like everyone I've talked to has been like I loved the film like I mm. loved it I feel like every planter I've met yeah has just been so happy with the way it turned out because I think I don't like I don't think anyone was like nervous per se but it is like taking such a big project and especially over having like it be of just one camp like it's a bit nerve-wracking because it's like mm -hmm. you don't know what it's going to be like like it's like what if it isn't a good representation like what do you do but it, it's amazing like I honestly I love that film I I really do I think it's so beautiful so it'll be I'm, I'm really excited to see it and a group full of planters I think everyone's gonna be so excited and it's gonna feel like such a community thing which is like amazing it's amazing to get to share it with people who have like similar experiences to you in that way yeah yeah and you know I'm curious too um like will you be going back to that same camp this year I'm actually not um Ooh. it's my first time switching it up I'm following some friends yeah um, that's really the only reason I um uh, I have a friend of mine who I uh, planted for. She was my foreman for two years. Who is um, last year planted for a foreman who she loved, and she said like this is the best foreman. I love her so much. Like she's amazing. Like she just really raved about her. And I was like, I want to see this. So um, yeah, I'm going. I'm going to a different company this year. But so it'll be a little bit of a change for me. I'm like not used to planting for any other company but Coast Strange. So yeah, it'll be a change. But I'm excited. Yeah, because I was going to say, I wonder, like, if, you know, there would be screenings of the film, like, in the camps and stuff like that, um, as, yeah. like, a little, like, tribute or whatever, but. Totally. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. If it's accessible online through the season, it just kind of depends on festival stuff, I think, right now, mm -hmm. there might be able to be a screening, but, mm -hmm. yeah, I know it's something Rita had wanted to do at a certain point, um, to do screenings yeah. in the camp, but COVID kind of. Didn't. yeah <laughs> yeah um and so you know like you've obviously up until this coming year of course um you're switching companies so mm -hmm. yeah you've spent your whole career in bc 
Um, is that intentional? Like, have you ever considered exploring like other spots? Do you like, do you ever want to plant anywhere else? Are you kind of like happy with where you're at? I really like planting in BC. Um, yeah, I've never, I knew that when I started planting, like, I was like, I want to go to BC. Like, that's where I want to be. Like, I, I heard a little bit about, like, I feel like when you started to like BC or Ontario, that's where most people go, maybe Alberta. But um, I also, yeah, I much prefer like high price land. Um, so I feel like BC is also kind of the best place in Canada to do that. Um, so yeah, I'll probably always plant BC. Yeah. And I'm curious too, like, cause I know most of your contracts would have been like kind of like, well, the spring ones anyways, you know, that interior like Okanagan sort of area. So um, are you going to like the same area this year or will it be? Bit different areas uh, we I think we start planting out of Clinton this year and I've never planned out of Clinton before I think it's a bit hillier mm, um yes, but it, yeah yeah everywhere else we're planting this year like Quinnell Williams Lake Kamloops I think um I've, I've I'm pretty familiar with cool I have yeah. a feel. I, I wonder if I know who you're working for so I'll really yeah <laughs> just based on the Clinton country um okay well yeah just to wrap up here um I like to ask this question to everybody um what is one piece of advice you would give anyone who is considering going tree planting or will be going planting for their first time this season honestly listen to your body that's the best piece of advice I would give just like listen to your body and don't don't push it too hard because it's fine for a little bit but I feel like that every time I see someone push themselves way too hard it never ends well so yeah listen to your body all right yeah really good advice and definitely one that's highlighted in the film a little definitely. bit too. Yeah. oh what I also want to mention okay because I <laughs> forget this now because I remember seeing it in the film and I was like fuck that's cool <laughs> um the tattoo artist like Laurent. I've never I've never seen that in a camp before oh my god it was oh. so fucking cool I mean, always been like the ghetto stick and poke like yeah. just like oh my god like please don't like poison yourself somehow and yeah. I'm like I'm fully like tattooed everywhere but it just yeah. that was always seemed a little sketchy oh my god like, it was so cool so I was I mean it was so, like a proper tattoo artist and like that was so cool totally it was so cool I think the uh I didn't plan in 2017 but that's when La I think that was I don't know if that was Lawrence's first season but she was at Coast Range in 2017 and someone had a tattoo gun so the the um the, the footage in the film of Meg getting that big back tattoo someone I, had it, had a gun oh my I love that tattoo too yeah. it's so beautiful so that happened then and then I think it kind of like just inspired Rita and she started rolling with it and so in 2018 in summer plant um we had a really long summer plant that year and I feel like everyone was like going a little bit bush crazy and stuff and Rita um, kind of organized Laurence coming out so like Laurence used Rita's generator and stuff and like set up shop and like kind of was supported by Rita but the way it worked is like Laurence was like okay like if 10 people put a down payment on a tattoo I'll come so like I think it, I was one of them and like we put we we sent her a down payment and then she booked her flight and then it was it was a, it was such a special thing I feel like it couldn't have happened more than once because every planter I feel like got ended up getting a tattoo and it was like midsummer heat like I got a tattoo oh you can see it I mean it's a podcast so but I got a sun on my shoulder yeah right on my shoulder. I think I was thinking we should totally get that on the Instagram page when we release this oh, episode because sure. like yeah that's really yeah. cool 
so I, yeah I got this on my shoulder and then like planted the next day and it was like 36 degrees and my bags were rubbing up against it like it was like so like oh my god like n- not the yeah. best like no yeah hard to get something <laughs> done a day off you know yeah like- yeah but everyone like she was so booked up like she was doing like three tattoos a day like she was and like big ones so wow. yeah you like I think I got mine like the sun was on, like and it was summer so like it was like 10 30 or something in like at, on a day two when I got mine so like I like got it and I was like I'm going to bed like there wasn't really a choice so but that was really special she wasn't planting like she no. had back to do the no she can't she yeah, she was can't. like a tattoo artist originally yeah and she's she's yeah, a, she cool. has a studio in Montreal now um and oh, she gave cool. me a tattoo like a few months ago actually um, oh that's really amazing. cool yeah her work looks amazing too she's, yeah it's incredible yeah she's an incredible artist that is so cool yeah. really special funny experience I'm so like it's like I'm so grateful that I got to have that because it's so cool yeah like it's very planting-esque but mm-hmm. kind of so proper yeah. way with like the, the gun yeah. thing I was yeah, like yeah it was very professional <laughs> but the environment was like a little chaotic everyone like I, like formants were getting mad because they were like you can't just take days off to get tattoos guys like we got to finish our trees like our season's going way too long uh, but we didn't really care <laughs> Yeah, no. Oh my God, that's so rad. Oh, cool. really I'm so glad I remembered to ask oh, about that. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was like super cool. Yeah, definitely. I'm so grateful. It was so cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, Steph, thanks so much for um, yeah coming on here to talk about your experience and kind of the planters like behind the scenes of, of the film Thank and just like your, your journey in planting. No problem. Thanks for having me.